Hello, hello, Kristen here. Just wanted to let you know that this episode was recorded before the podcast name change. If you hear any old terminology, that's why. Thank you for listening. Yulia Chernihovsky is fabulous, first and foremost. She's a coach to health and wellness coaches. And in this interview, she drops so many wisdom bombs on me. I can't even believe it. That's all I'm going to say. Enjoy the interview. Catch you on the flip side. Welcome to the Notable Woman podcast. Today's interview is with the amazing Yulia Chernihovsky, a business strategist for health and wellness coaches. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I am stoked to chat. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about what it means to be a business strategist for health and wellness coaches. So in a nutshell, I work with health and wellness coaches who are ready to take their business to online. And I work with them to help them create thriving businesses and to really stand out as the go-to influential expert in their field. So that looks like working with health and wellness coaches on their marketing, on their social media, on their sales, on getting PR. So in a very small nutshell, that's what I do. That's awesome. Now, how did you get into that? A long winding road. So if I, <laughs> if I told you how I started, you'd be like, how the heck did you get here? So basically what happened was this. I was in my undergraduate and I was studying philosophy and cognitive science and math. So like nothing remotely related to this. Although I will say I use psychology and neuroscience a lot in what I do now. But the week before graduation, I went to a pulmonologist because I have asthma. So I was just, you know, getting tested to see where I was at. And she basically told me that at the rate I was going, I would have to have an oxygen tank by the time I was 30. So imagine, you know, being 20 years old and hearing that it was freaking scary. And I had always been into health in the terms of like, I wanted to look good. <laughs> and when I heard that, I was like, no way am I going to spend my life on medication. And so I started looking into real health, like health for actually feeling good and having a healthy functioning body rather than just being skinny or whatever. And so that led me to become a nutritionist. I got multiple, you know, nutrition certifications. And from there, I went on to become a yoga teacher and a Reiki practitioner because throughout my wellness journey, I really learned that you need it all. Not only, you know, it's not only what you put in your mouth, it's also what you put in your mind and how you treat your body. And so being in the health and wellness realm for four and a half years, I kind of, you know, really got to understand the field and really, you know, learn the hard way how difficult it is to succeed because you go through these trainings, right? And you're taught about all of these amazing things, but you're not taught how to actually make a business out of it. And so because I am so passionate about health and wellness, I really decided to take my business in that direction and help support those who want to make a huge impact in this world. Wow, that is really awesome. So where did you get that nutrition background from? I am a certified nutritionist through Natural Healing Institute. And I also have my certificate in plant-based eating from eCornell, which was one of the best things I've ever done. That's awesome. I've heard great things about eCornell. Mm -hmm. Now, my next question would be, so you learned everything that you needed to learn, but then you had to make it into a business. How did you get all that knowledge? Oh, <laughs> 
Well, it took a really long time. I'll be completely honest with you. So at first I tried to do it on my own and do it independently. And I was really struggling because, you know, I had my pretty website and I had my logo and my LLC. And I thought that simply by putting out amazing content that clients would just flock to me. And it didn't quite work like that. So I gave up on being a nutritionist twice. So the first time came at this time and I decided, you know what? I love the mind. I love research. Let me go into a PhD program and, you know, just continue my passion and, you know, kind of just drop being a nutritionist. While I was there, of course, what was missing? I loved helping people with health and wellness. And so at that time, I was just so busy. I was teaching yoga. I was teaching undergrads. I was doing my own research. I was taking classes. And so I just didn't have time to, you know, create my own business. And it was at that time where I decided to actually join a network marketing company. And by partnering with them, I was really able to learn about, you know, more about social media, more about sales and putting yourself out there and the power of getting support and being surrounded with community. That was kind of my launch pad, you know, going into being a nutritionist again, but this time knowing the importance of support. So the second round of me going out on my own, I hired a business coach. I joined group programs. I learned marketing. I learned sales on a higher level. And from there, I was really able to be successful. Now you're going to hate me because my journey is so crazy. But once I started getting on the phone with people, at first I loved it. And then there was part of me, you know, after months of feeling a little bit unfulfilled and feeling like this isn't what I'm supposed to do anymore, but I also don't know what I'm supposed to do. And so I actually went and got a nine to five. I got a really amazing, I landed my dream job in this amazing coaching company doing sales with them. And from there, everything kind of clicked. And I was just like, well, I'm really good at sales. I'm really good at marketing. I'm really passionate about health and wellness, even though I don't want to be on the forefront of the health and wellness movement right now. You know, let me just create this. And honestly, within creation of it, I quit my job maybe within two months. And now I do this full time. And it's just been the quickest business I've ever built and the most fulfilling and successful because I love seeing my clients kicking so much ass. That is awesome. And I think that, First of all, I don't hate you. And I think that it's interesting how you really evolved and changed. And I do think it takes a lot of time for a person to figure out what it is that they're supposed to be doing. Well, I was just going to add in, you know, really take that time to figure it out because I kind of felt really embarrassed in a sense to go into an office job after being an entrepreneur. But honestly, entrepreneurship is such a wild animal and it's really difficult. And so it's not something that you want to do just for the sake of doing. And I believe that, you know, whether it's a job or whether you have your own business, you shouldn't just do something for the sake of it. You should really be passionate about it. So finding time to really get in alignment with your mission is such a good investment of your time. Do you have any tips on how someone could try to do that? Well, you know, it is quite difficult when you do it actively, right? So I was in that place and I was like, I'll hire, you know, a clarity coach. I'll do this and I'll do that. And, you know, it's funny, like when you sit there and you think, what am I passionate about? What am I passionate about? What am I passionate about? It's really kind of hard to figure out what you're passionate about. But when you actually, you know, just start somewhere, just start doing something, it will just find you. 
Like if you asked me, you know, five years ago, would my dream job being a business coach for health and wellness coaches, I probably would have been like, what the hell is that? But it found me. So that's one thing with passion, at least in my experience, is that it's something that finds you. And again, you can work with a coach and they can ask you important, insightful questions that can help you get that clarity further. But honestly, like this is what I always tell my clients. We can sit here all day and I can ask you a million questions. However, you going out there and doing it and seeing what you like and seeing what you don't like is the quickest way to grow and evolve. I think that makes complete sense. I know from when I first started interest in this sort of thing, I've always been a manager and I thought that one day I would start a management company. And so I should go and get my MBA and start listening to business podcasts. And I found Pat Flynn's Smart Passive Income and started listening to that. And then was astounded that people had these amazing businesses that didn't have business degrees or MBAs at all. And I thought, oh, that's crazy. I had no idea that was even possible. And then from there, listened to other podcasts, read other books. But, you know, that started in 2013. And so it's been over three years now until I came up with this idea that I was really passionate about women's stories and that I wanted to have this podcast. But so three years for me to even get to this point. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, you're birthing something beautiful, right? It's like having a baby. It takes time to create something so powerful and so beautiful. And take it from me, you know, like someone who like, whenever you ask me, when am I going to do something? I always say the timeline is like yesterday ASAP. Like, how is that a question? I'm going to do it now. I think that's why I've been able actually to move so quickly and get clear so quickly at this point in my life is because I don't think about things. I just do them. And I learn really quickly, like what I love, what I don't love, like that PhD program I dropped out of after a year, you know, I was just like, this is not what I'm supposed to do. But instead of sitting and thinking about it, I just did it and figured out that it wasn't right for me. Now, that approach isn't right for everyone, but I think action is the best way to build confidence and find your purpose. I think that is a wonderful quote. And two, I have to say, I've always been a little bit of a victim of analysis paralysis, where I will just think and think and think and think and think and not do anything, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, absolutely pointless, much better to act and figure it out as you go. You spoke a little bit about starting an LLC in, as an early part of your business. What was that process like as a newbie? Oh, <laughs> I will say it was quite confusing and I wish you know, there were more resources that I tapped myself into in order to get support in that. But I honestly didn't really know <laughs> what I was doing. I was just like, well, I'm a business now, so I need an LLC. Plus, I can get really awesome business credit cards. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I honestly just filed it straight through the state. It's different for every state. So I just called the government and I just, you know, asked them what forms I needed to fill out. However, looking back, though, I wish that I had someone guide me and tell me what I need and what I don't need instead of, you know, me just kind of, you know, guessing my way through it. I'm fine. Everything went well. Thank goodness. But, you know, I just did a group program for health and wellness coaches and we had Lisa Fraley on. She's a lawyer for health and wellness coaches. So she did a Q&A for us. And she was saying how you don't even need an LLC until you make either 20,000 or 50,000 in your business. Lisa, please don't kill me if you're listening to this. But I'm pretty sure it's $20,000 or $50,000 in your business before you even make it an LLC. So if you're thinking about starting a business, I would definitely recommend, you know, and based on what assets you have and things like that, if you have a lot of assets, you want to keep your business separate from personal assets, 
I would definitely ask a lawyer or someone to help support you in that rather than trying to figure it out yourself. Awesome. And I am on Lisa's list. I know she has just had a great Black Friday sale and then has a lot of excellent resources for folks who are in need of help on the legal side. So I'll definitely put her information. Oh, yeah, in she's amazing. So she makes law fun. It's magical. I don't know how she does it, but she makes law fun. <laughs> that is definitely magic because I've never experienced that myself. So what do you love about your job right now? I think what I love most is two things. I love when my clients kind of get these aha moments and they truly understand how badass they are. Because when a woman is able to, or, you know, a woman or a man is able to step into their own power and really understanding like how big of an impact that they can create. Like I can cry just talking about having the opportunity to see those moments happen in people because once they realize their own power, they're able to go after it no matter what. When they do that, so many people's lives are changed as a result, right? It's just this like, I can't even say a ripple effect. It's like a tidal wave effect of what happens when you really understand like, wow, I can make a difference. I do know a lot. I am the shit. And I'm literally doing the world a disservice by holding back and, you know, letting myself be comfortable and letting my fears get in the way. So that moment of like click and yes, I'm doing this. Like I'm getting chills right now. That's my favorite part of the job for sure. You know, the second favorite part is having people fall in love with the tools that they need in order to get there. So teaching people sales and marketing, something that can stop a lot of health and wellness coaches dead in their tracks or not even health and wellness coaches, but any kind of coach or service-based entrepreneur. Sales is something that's not intuitive and has a really bad, you know, association of being slimy and whatever. But the truth is you need to get comfortable with sales in order to have a business, right? Otherwise, it's just a hobby. And so being able to support people in falling in love with sales and getting comfortable with sales and starting to love writing sales pages, like those kinds of things, because I know that when they're off on their own and we're not working together, they're empowered business owners who are going to kick a lot of ass. That is awesome. That's really exciting. I can see why you love your job. (laughs) I can't even say I'm lucky because I worked my ass off for this, but I love it. Yes. Awesome. So do you have a good resource or a good suggestion on how someone can learn sales and marketing? You know, I have to say, to be honest with you, the way that I learned sales was through trial and error and having a lot of sales calls that sucked and then having a lot of sales calls that were awesome. And then I also worked with a sales coach and also come from background of sales. So let me think on that for a second. But What I will say, you know, one of my friends is a sales coach. Her name is Crystal Don Johnson, and she had this amazing quote, and she refers to selling as coaching. So selling is coaching, and selling is really helping guide someone through a really important decision in their life if they choose to, you know, move forward with your services. So I would say if you reframe it like that, that's already a resource in itself of like, okay, there's not necessarily all these tactics that I have to do. I mean, there are tactics, but you don't need all these fancy tactics to start. I think that's a really powerful reframe of the whole process. But I definitely have some books that I can recommend and let's post them in the show notes. That sounds fabulous. Now, one thing you've talked about as we've gone on is you've mentioned that you've had a coach for you know, just one thing and then a coach for another thing. 
And it sounds like your approach to coaches is that you get the coach that you need in the moment. Would that be correct? Absolutely. Awesome. So I would guess then the suggestion for folks, uh, please correct me, would be figure out what your most important need is and focus on that first. 100%. And also know that coaching isn't a magic pill either. In the sense of like 90 days of coaching, you're not going to become a millionaire after that, right? Like it takes a long time to really let everything sink in. With that being said, a long time, I mean, you know, maybe like four or five months, six months. But I know for sure, like having different coaches supporting me in different areas has really helped me so much. And believe it or not, I think the biggest changes that I started to see was when I started investing in a mindset coach. For me, confidence and mindset was always kind of my weakest link. And so when I started doing that and I started going to Tony Robbins events and really putting my mindset in the forefront of like my business priorities, everything started to change for me as well. I've had business coaches, I've had sales coaches. They're all incredibly amazing. But like you said, it just depends on what you need in that moment, right? Like what is your weakest link? Because you're only as strong as that. Well, and you just said, I think that the next point that I was going to bring up is that it definitely seems like you're obviously investing in yourself. And I think that it's important for anyone who wants to start their own business or their own endeavor is that investing in you as a big part of that. Absolutely. You know, I always say that success is a decision. Like you're either going to be successful or you're not. (laughs) You have to make that decision first. And if it's a maybe, then it's a no. So it's either yes or no. And from there, investing in yourself, that's just going to expedite your timeline. You have no idea how many coaches I've seen try to DIY it. They don't get as quick results. And then they tend to burn out because they're working so hard and not seeing any money coming in. But By investing in yourself, getting the tools and support that you need from someone who's been where you are, from someone who's where you want to be, right? And just being able to have the best stuff right away, that's going to expedite your timeline. That's going to get you quicker results. And guess what? You know, as human beings, we need motivation and we need quick success in order to keep doing what we're doing, right? It's really difficult to be in a business for like two years, try to DIY everything and not see any results. So for me, investing has expedited my results like crazy. But that's also because a I view it as an investment, not an expense, right. And that's an important distinction there. Because I know that when I spend my money on something, I'm going to make it back and then some so I don't look at it as me just throwing money away, because I also know that I'm going to do the work and take action and implement what I'm learning, right. There's a difference between having all this knowledge and having all these tools and actually acting on them, right? So, you know, you can't buy your way to success. I'm not talking about just throw money at your business and you're going to expedite that timeline. But I'm saying, yes, invest in yourself, spend money on your business, but actually implement what you're learning. And that's how you get on the super fast track to success, honestly. Awesome. That is excellent advice. Now, can you tell us a little bit about your day-to-day? What does it look like to be you? Oh, man. So my days are all a little bit different. So Mondays is really my content day. 
I go to this cute little co-working space by the beach because dark side of entrepreneurship, no one tells you that working from home 24-7 can be painfully boring and difficult. (laughs) So Mondays, I go to this cute little co-working space by the beach and I really pump out content for the rest of the week, for the rest of the month. I might write a blog post or an article. I write out my social media posts and really get my plan together for the rest of the week, as well as do any kind of logistical stuff, updating my website, anything like that, getting payments in order. And then honestly, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, I'm coaching, I'm taking one-on-one calls, I'm doing my group coaching calls, and I'm really just all about supporting my clients, answering their emails, giving them feedback on what they're doing and helping them succeed. So I do want to know, it's really important to work in your business, but also work on your business and constantly keep it moving forward. And so that's why I have found, you know, having that one day where I'm working on moving my business forward. And then the rest of the week, I'm working on coaching my clients, getting coached myself, (laughs) being a part of these group calls, you know, in masterminds that I'm part of. So honestly, what my day looks like, what my week looks like, Mondays, I am creating content. Tuesdays through Fridays, I'm drinking espresso and I'm on Skype all day long. Awesome. So what is your big, well, maybe I'll first ask, what's your approach to goal setting for the next year? How do you work that out? My favorite way to set goals is reverse engineering, you know, so let's say, and I like to plan out the year at least by quarters, but honestly, I prefer doing it by months. So what reverse engineering is, is you set a big overlying goal. And then from that, you say, okay, what are the steps that I need in order to get there? And I'm really a big fan of not having too many goals either because focus is the moneymaker. And when you have too many goals, your focus is just scattered. So you ain't going to make any money. (laughs) So let's say in February, I'm going to be launching OM University, which is my group coaching program. So let's say I say, okay, I want 50 students in this program. What do I need to do to get there? How many webinars do I need to launch? Should I host a free challenge? You know, how many emails do I need to send out? What testimonials should I be sharing? How many ads do I need to do? And so reverse engineering goals has been extremely powerful for me and my clients as well. So at least doing that once a quarter has been transformational. In addition to that, as far as like, yearly goals. Vision boarding has changed my life. So if you don't know what a vision board is, it's basically a poster or you can even make it like your desktop wallpaper. And you put on there what your goals are for the year. And it's crazy too. Like I remember making my 2016 vision board and I was saying to my boyfriend, like we're doing them together. And I'm like, I have no idea like how I'm going to reach these goals. Like these are all things that would be really awesome, but I have no freaking clue how it's going to happen. And every single one of them came true. And I hang it on my bed and I look at it every single day and I have these goals always at the top of my mind. So A, reverse engineering your goals and less is more when it comes to how many goals you have. And B, you know, have your overarching goals always out in front of you and always at the top of your mind because you're programming your subconscious to really go after it all the time. Awesome tips. Love them, love them, love them. Super, super helpful. Now, switching gears a little bit, what would you say is the biggest assumption that people make about you? I think that the biggest assumption is like everything I do, everything I touch turns to gold. 
and everything is super easy and comes naturally. And the truth is, it's a lot of freaking work. Like I work a lot and I hustle for every single thing that I have. And just like everyone else, you know, we have sad days, we have happy days, we have programs that rocked, we have programs that flopped. And for me, I have worked so hard. I have sacrificed so much and I'm constantly working on myself and working on my business and how to maintain balance and how to make it impact even more people's lives. And it's not easy. So I think oftentimes you hear me use the word easy in my business, like fun and easy ways to do this. You know, success is easy. And the truth about easy, easy to me means enjoyable, right? If I'm enjoying what I'm doing, and even if I'm working 10 hours a day or 12 hours a day, 18 hours a day, it feels easy because it's fun for me. So I think, you know, that too, like, A, it's not actually easy, but it is really enjoyable. And despite those ups and downs, it's still enjoyable. Like you need to have unconditional love for the game, whether it's a business, whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship, right? Through the good days and through the bad days, you've got to show up, you've got to love it, and you have to find ways that to make it enjoyable. And if it's not enjoyable for you, find something that is. Excellent advice. I think that that is perfect. I completely agree. Now, what would be one takeaway you'd want people to get from this podcast episode? I think it's that whoever you are, whatever your dreams are, you have them for a reason. Like they wouldn't be in your mind if they weren't meant for you. So whatever your dreams are, go for them and find a way to make it happen. And don't necessarily always worry about the how, worry about the what. One quote that I love, and I feel like such an asshole because I forgot who said the quote, but it's that the destination isn't flexible, but the methodology of getting there is. So go after your dreams and know that that journey might not look like what you expect it to look, and it might be really difficult, but no matter what it is, make it non-negotiable and decide today, yes or no. Are you going to go after it? And are you going to be successful with it? And when it's a yes, do whatever it takes to make it happen. Awesome. Now, do you have a book that you would love to recommend to the Notable Woman audience? Yes, I do. One of my favorite books, my audience is going to laugh because they know I'm like obsessed with this book, is Switch by Chip and Dan Heath. And it's all about human psychology. And the truth is, you know, a lot of business, marketing and sales and really everything we do is based on human psychology and really knowing, you know, how people behave and why they do what they do. So I highly recommend stopping everything you're doing and getting a copy of Switch like right now. (laughs) Excellent. I'm going to go get that as soon as I get off with you. I haven't heard of that book. Awesome. Now, how would people get in touch with you if they want to connect? You can find me at my website, yulirocks.com. I have a free Facebook group for health and wellness coaches. So you can find the link over there. My HubSpot is all there, yulirocks.com. So hit me up. Awesome, ladies. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. Super fab. Am I right? I love Yulia. I think she's so fun. Love her energy. I love the way she thinks about the world. And I found her interview to be inspiring for me 
So I hope you found it inspiring as well. I'm really looking forward to all the wonderful things that I plan on bringing you, notable women. Bye for now.